Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss those characters, share our feelings, and then, despite our feelings, make those characters fight for our amusement and yours. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is Ken Knapsack. Happy to be here and looking forward to surprises. I've loved some of the, love all the adventures we've taken, 141 prior to this. Yeah. Uh, and just when you think we can't discover new things, we take it to... <laughs> 
areas we've never gone. <laughs> yeah, lots of new areas still to be explored by having <laughs> random characters fight one another in Star Wars. Uh, we want to plug our animated episode that is on YouTube that Brian Ward did some great design, great animation for. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, go check it out. We also want to let you know today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash four center over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Because this is databank brawl, we're going to recommend something violent usually, but not this week. Uh, this week it is, this episode is coming out on Valentine's day. So we are recommending lost stars, a true star Wars romance. That is probably the most romantic thing that will happen on this episode of data pink brawl. <laughs> so there you go for Valentine's day, get lost stars on us and give it a listen to download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash four center. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash four center for your free romantic star Wars audiobook. All right. With that, are you ready? For our first combatant. I am, sir. Okay, we are going back to the Colossus. Okay. Back to the world of Star Wars Resistance. And a character that just grabbed my eye and said, I want to know more about that little creature. And that combatant is Grevel. G-R-E-V-E-L. Grevel. Mm Mm-hmm. Here is what the StarWars.com databank has to say. A regular patron at Aunt Z's Tavern, Gravel, is up for the challenge of a friendly and profitable game of hollow darts, but not above cheating to ensure his wager is sound. Yes. And that is it. Love this. This is a great little character. Yeah. Have you have you been noticing Gravel? Uh, d- 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 the darts one early on, and then upon seeing the picture, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He pops yeah. up, yeah. Uh, love Gravel. And does he have an uh, entry on Wikipedia? Um, the entry does not include uh, any stats. Uh, Gravel is a male, eye color blue, skin color purple. I'd say purplish, depending on the light. Um, <laughs> Alina, the species, which we we are very familiar with. The yes, species Rats Tyrell from the Pod Race. Yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that's kind of all in terms of stats. Okay, yeah. So uh, I think uh, part of the reason that I uh, was excited to see him is just because he got a lot of personality, but I like this this species of Alina. Yeah. And they're fun to see in the background. Uh, I think he might have had some little more bit featured in one of those, uh, I don't even know what they were calling them, those little one-minute side stories. Yes, okay. Which I've watched about half of, but have not watched all of them. I've not seen them, so okay. Bucket gets a paint job and Kaz gets lunch and all the, all those kind of things. Gravel wins a dart. <laughs> Gravel wins a darts. I think there might have been an additional Gravel hollow dart thing. Really cementing him is the absolute ruler of the hollow dart board on the clauses. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you give like a nice physical description for people like Alina, Rats Tyrell, what are you talking about? Yeah, so they've uh, imagine... A frog shark? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, He's got a very um, square face, shark-like jaws, uh, or teeth, I should say, not jaw, teeth. Um, Cat-like eyes. Okay. Not like, not cat pupils, but that shape. And then a very swept back uh, head, uh, cranium that kind of has like little dinosaur uh, spikes on the side, very stunted yeah. ones, not big. Um, and I'm trying to get a, the picture I'm looking at. I wouldn't know. I, I, he's not a particularly tall character, right? 
No, no, he's he's a short character. He's very yeah, short, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, um, shaped like almost like those muscles he used to collect in the eighties, like a little short muscle. Um, and which is weird because I guess we we don't see Rats Tyrell up and walking around and Phantom Menace. No, we so, just see his unfortunate death <laughs> with his family watching. Watching one of the most brutal <laughs> details previously covered on a databank <laughs> brawl. That's right. Go back and give short, that one a listen. Short and squat, and he's got a little vest on. Short and squat, but yeah, Frog Shark. If not entirely physically, literally accurate, it's really spiritually accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. absolutely uh, what this little fellow feels like. Uh, I was kind of scrolling through because I think a part of my attachment to the Alenia uh, people is that they appear in a bunch of different uh, Clone Wars episodes. Yes. Including one with the droids, uh, a couple of different droid type episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show up. And then uh, just last night as we record, uh, he was he was one of the people who was yelling at the first order troops. Oh, throwing the fruit and stuff. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and maybe that's it. There's something about yeah. their their the way their faces are constructed. It's like that's a face made for yelling. Yeah, that's a face made for a a alien in the crowd going, Nah, I don't want that. <laughs> Voiced by D. Bradley Baker. Okay, uh, clone troopers and uh, Gravel now. I mean, and, and a ton of other voices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, how do you feel about the Alinas or Greville in particular? Uh, I, I, like I said, I do love the, I think Rats Tyrell wouldn't make me like that, but I, I just like this little character. I love what the Colossus is doing and the show Star Wars Resistance is just bringing us a lot of new little quirky characters that might not have, their species might be from other Star Wars parts of the Star Wars galaxy story, but I don't know if I'm, I don't know if Greville would work in episode nine, you know, it's comical, it's cartoony, but in the best kind of ways, but it helps flush out the star Wars world uh, because it would make sense. This is the world. If you, if you were Kaz, you'd run into people like Gravel. Right. It feels totally lived in that. We see all of these different uh, aliens from all parts of star Wars and they're all bound together in their, their common life on the Colossus, which involves yelling at the market. Right. (laughs) Drinking at the bar, which is maybe I just want to be Gravel. That's what this is about. (laughs) That's just a lot of truth. I think it just want to be a lot of that with Star Wars Resistance characters. <laughs> that looks like a good life. Don't let the yeah. First Order uh, interrupt <laughs> all the fun drinking and hollow darts. Anyway, but the First Order is evil, so we are going to move on to our next combatant, which is a member of the vicious First Order. It is the First Order Sentry Droid. Mm-hmm. Although first thought to be abandoned, the presence of resistance pilots on the First Order's mining operation triggers a patrolling sentry droid, a squat sentinel often seen keeping watch in the corridors of high-level First Order stations, bases, and ships. Mm-hmm. Now, I will be honest, this one is in here because of Battlefront 2. We'll talk about that more in a moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what do you got for uh, for Wikipedia on the uh, first uh, order sentry droid? They do pop up. Um, not a lot of stats. Class sentry droid, so that's in the title. We would get that. Plating color is white. Affiliation first order. I love the idea of saying affiliation <laughs> first order. As if one of these droids, and maybe this will happen, will uh, we'll leave and switch and join the resistance. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for stats. You want to give a nice uh, uh, physical description? Uh, yes. Imagine a portable trash can or <laughs> a portable food-to-go box oh, on yeah. top of a portable trash can. Squat four wheels, it looks like, or at least four little protruding little... Little, little stumpy legs that yeah. would have wheels on them. Um, very box-like and angular. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a great description. It definitely, the top of it definitely does look like a to-go box. Like, I look at that and, like, <laughs> there are waffle fries I couldn't finish in there, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so getting into uh, why it's here, um, well, the, and also visually, uh, it stands up and then it spreads out and it has uh, spinning little uh, arms with uh, shockers on them and it fires blasts which uh, those of us who are obsessively playing Battlefront 2 know well because it's one of Captain Phasma's mm-hmm. big weapons. Is in its, If you play the heroes versus villains, it's a big strategy thing. People who really know their Phasma find the right strategic place, and then it's <laughs> incredibly hard. You have to be good at being a Jedi to get to Phasma because she stays within that. Mm. The shocker comes out and it freezes them for a second. They can't okay. deflect, and you blast, blast, blast. Uh, and then even if they're just people randomly walking around, if you get past... If you get within the sensor, it shoots at people. Okay. So it could be like, Lando's over there just kicking ass, but he's not paying attention that Phasma's put down this First Order sentry droid, and it's like, oh, enemy, pew, pew, mm-hmm. pew, pew, pew. Just some quick little shots. Uh, and then it got featured in the episode of Resistance. Right. Because we, we physically see these things in the sequel trilogy movies. Yes. But then it got uh, uh, featured doing what it's actually supposed, it's supposed to, do to do in that, po, uh, that episode with Poe. Yeah. With the mining operation. Yeah. Uh, I have, so I don't play heroes and villains on Battlefront 2, as we've talked about, so I do Galactic Assault. And there's been many times, because you can play with Phasma, many times I've turned the corner and found this thing standing up <laughs> like some kind of velociraptor. Yeah. Uh, or not velociraptor, what's the ones that kill Wayne Knight? Uh, the oh, ones, uh, yeah, with the, the fin head. The fins? Yeah, I can't remember. So those are velociraptors, I know that, don't write me. Um, and that's exactly the feeling I have. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne Knight would have a to-go box of waffle yeah, fries too. It's just in his carriage. It's all connected. So <laughs> I'm very familiar with what these sentry droids can do. Okay. Do you have an angry emotional reaction to them? Because they've mostly attacked you like dinosaurs? I have a fearful, uh, okay. standoffish reaction to Okay. Them. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, Fair yeah. enough. Uh, I've gotten into plane Phasma, so mm-hmm. I, I have a mixed relationship where I both fear them and, uh, and like them and respect their power. I, I understand that. Yeah. yeah, my fingers are twitching, wanting to go play uh, Battlefront Two as we <laughs> yeah. talk about this. Love and hate. Uh, yeah. So, how do you like them in the general Star Wars galaxy? Like, this is uh, one of those robots, one of those droids that seems like, yeah, of course. Why? I mean, they could fight whole battles. Mm-hmm. Like, they could control whole areas like this. I like it. I like it because there is mouse droids in the First Order. We see that, right? Yeah. yeah. So I remember seeing these rolling around in, in, in the first uh, in the Force Awakens visual dictionary. You get a little more explanation of them. But I, you know, it wasn't until Battlefront Two that I feel the full power of an <laughs> armed and operational sentry droid. Um, but I did. I, I liked it. But I thought that I did think they were too boxy. Like it didn't. You know, the mouse droid's got its it's a it's a little mouse droid. You know what's not to love about that? Um, Astromechs and we get BB units, and they're all beautiful. And this one, I thought, no, oh, it's just a boxy okay thing rolling around. But now knowing what it and seeing full well what it what, can do, what it's capable of. Now I like it. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I feel this. Uh, I feel the same way. Although I really like the design because I felt like it was a good evolution of a mouse droid, which is hmm. a toaster. Uh, so yeah. to have a uh, to go box on top of a humidifier, <laughs> there you go. That's what that's the that's the description I was looking for. Humidifier. Uh, all right. So I think we've talked about our feelings. Uh, let's get into this. Let's fight. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, Greville, first order sentry droid. Could happen some other than the Colossus, mm-hmm. but we could go to the Colossus. What are you feeling? I. It's hard for me to say that this shouldn't, you know, this should happen on the Colossus, right? I know we've been there a lot. I don't know. We got yeah. side characters we know. Yeah, this makes sense. Gravel, Gravel will travel. Gravel's yeah. been around. Gravel seems like he's been places. So we could take him somewhere. He's in hollow dark competitions, perhaps. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but oh. but there's, you know what? Let's just stay in the closet. Okay. Why not? I'm good. Why with not? That. Uh, because 
yeah, I'm th- good with that. This is kind of, we're, we're at the cutting edge of Star Wars storytelling right now. Yeah. Because if there aren't already First Order Sentry Droids on the Colossus base, soon there will soon be. Soon there will be. Yeah. yeah. And that is the exciting, in fact, this might be a prediction. We might see this battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Market, market down if this happens. <laughs> it could happen. Maybe an action figure two pack. Anyway, uh, so we could send it a. Uh, when do you want to set it? Like, is in the now of what's happening right now in Star Wars Resistance? I, I think in, in the now. Fascinating. That's a great time. Yeah, right now. Pre Force Awakens by a couple days. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, weeks, months. I don't know. Yeah, all right. I like this. So, you think the First Order Sentry Droids are just wandering around? Everywhere, like that, there's a ton of them, or do you think there are only a couple deployed to specific places? I think uh, on the Colossus itself, there's only a few. The garrison hasn't arrived yet. Okay, um, there's been a couple, and people aren't quite sure what they can do. Maybe right, right. Okay, so they're kind of rolling around all uh, compact. Yeah, you know, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, like right. maybe Yeager knows. He's like, stay away from those droids. But oh yeah, yeah, Gravel does not know. Yeah, uh, and I think. I'm going to just get right into the conflict here. I think one was rolling through Aunt C's Tavern. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows exactly. You know, what is that thing? What is it doing? Like you said, whispers from Yeager. And Greville has got somebody lined up. Some fool, some idiot has bet him. Mm-hmm. And just when he's about to throw his hollow dart, the first order sentry droid buzzes behind him and bumps him, throws his aim off. Greville loses a ton of money. Yeah. I think that sentry droid just keeps rolling and Greville is so angry. He is mm-hmm. pissed. Big reaction from the crowd. Everyone's, uh, what's Gravel going to do? What's <gasps> oh, Gravel going to do? Yeah. And uh, NZ in the background is like, don't kill him, all right? Um, so Gravel f- takes two steps to his left, follows this droid, leaps on top of it, oh, and is pounding the top of the droid with his fist, just like, bam, 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 You cost me a dart, ah, dart just- game. Just pounding. Yep. And now, is the is the sentry droid out of Auntie's tavern? It rolled on out. It rolled on out. Okay. So now the first order sentry droid is is taking Greville for a ride. So imagine the vision if you're in the bar, you just see <laughs> Greville Grevel on top of this droid, pounding it with his fist in the head, and and, and as it just keeps on going. Yeah. And Aunt Z, who takes bets on everything, is just like, I'm not even opening a bet for yep. that one, right? No, yep. Right. Yep. That Every- one's- and and in a beat, the rest of the bar goes back to normal. Yeah, and I think that like one one sound person like oh, well, that's I, gravel. I owed gravel a lot of money, so uh, I might be getting out of that. Uh, so uh, back in the hallway of doom, which is very messy because Opipit doesn't have all of his cleaning tools. Yes. Uh, I think uh, the gravel is pounding, 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 and of course the first end order sentry droid is going to retaliate. Yeah, by popping up to yeah. full height. I think that sends Greville flying through the air. I was going to say, it sent, to me, in my mind, it sends Greville straight to the ceiling. Oh, he, all the way to the ceiling. And he, and he like, hits the top. Ooh. Splats the, up against it. Yeah, the point of his long skull. Oh, Dunk. ow. Ow. Oh, yeah. Dents it. And, and uh, O'Peepit looks up like, oh, he, yeah, O'Peepit just got to clean. And just takes off. Mm-hmm. Not, not, he'll deal with this later. Later. I think that's O'Peepit's, uh, uh, his motto in life. I'll deal with this later. I'll deal with this later. I got to get the job done. I'll deal with this later. Deal with this later. Uh, Now, does Greville stick to the ceiling or does he come down immediately? So the droids looking up or sensing up. I don't know Mm -hmm. who looks up. Greville is like, and he slowly, comically 
peels off the ceiling. <laughs> and yeah, this falls back down. There's a stickiness to the <laughs> Alina species. I guess we've uh, we've learned. Well, well, people hasn't been able to clean properly, so there's like a <laughs> there's, there's a like film. a grease film. Oh, the, yeah. just drifting out of Aunt Z's tavern. Yeah, yeah, just exactly. All those well, bantha burgers yeah, have just yeah. sealed themselves to the corridor outside. Mm-hmm. Gross. So he falls, and now Greville could walk away, but Greville is not one to walk away. He doesn't no. like the First Order. He's been throwing fruit at him. His aim is amazing right? because he's a oh, hollow yeah, yeah. dart champion. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that he basically says, which is a fool, you've exposed your innards. Yeah. And he's got extra hollow darts on him, and I think he whips one mm-hmm. at the one of the little kind of uh, the, the center of the First Order sentry droid yeah. trying to, to hit something vulnerable. I'm, I'm trying to get a photo of it. Yeah, yes, he does. And so um, we're on the same line. And it does. It pierces like the center uh, wiring right there <laughs> when it's all standing yeah. up. Yeah. And it starts shocking. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, witching. Now the First Order Sentry Doid, I think, goes to like a higher alert level. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the punches weren't hurting. But now no. some of its in, internal uh, structure has been damaged. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they are actually. Every first order sentry droid is programmed to hear Hux's voice if it's in danger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what what exactly do you think it hears from Hux? You are built to defend the first order and everywhere that we stand use everything you have in your power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the the first order sentry droids are a little off because they yeah. have to hear that all the time. time. So I think the, it, it uh, spins its all of its weaponry around and mm-hmm. gets it, oh, its blaster towards Greville. Mm-hmm. Locks on. Pew, 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 pew. Now, I think Greville is fast. Yeah. Is he fast enough to entirely dance out of the way? He is. Um, he does a spectacular, comical, um, uh, moving his, you know, Arm, leg, head, this and that. Oh, yeah, boom, okay. Boom, boom, boom. He just does a gymnastics floor show, right? Yeah. He's, he's somersaulting, flipping. He's very confident, though. So what happens is he and he thinks the, the volley is stopped, and he's like, ha-ha, and he looks back, boom, and he's hit right in the head with a, with a stun blast. Oh. Right in the face. Oh, <clears throat> it's a, oh okay. Now, uh, so he thinks like a circular stun like blast. Like a circular, like he's missed... The bolts, right? Okay, he's missed the bolts, like, but the the, the uh, sentry droid has another shot. Yeah, and so and stun. so and so Greville kind of looks around and he turns around like, ha ha! I got. Oh, he gets. Yeah, I like that. So that big blue circular bolt, yeah, grazes him in the head. Yes, he thinks he's going down. It's in slow motion. He's, he's like, Rah. but then he realizes that what has happened is basically just one half of his body is stunned. Yes. And half of his body is still in the fight, which this is a dangerous, deadly fight for uh, for poor Greville. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So he is falling to the ground uh, because the 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 side that is paralyzed just slumps yeah. to the ground, and trying to fight his way back up with the other two limbs. And I think the first order sentry droid thinks, ah, well, this is taken care of, right? Yep. And uh, here's the uh, the Hux voiceover of. You defended where you stood. Good job. Good job. Uh, and it crunches back down and starts to roll away. Turns around. Okay. Yeah. And oh, oh, that is an 
insult mm-hmm. to a competitor like Greville to yep. think that you have won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you have not. When you've not. When you have not. Not finished this game. Greville has a little bit better sense of what he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. So I think he launches a new attack. I think he looks around his environment and sees something that he can use to his advantage. Okay. Do you have a sense of what that might be? I think he looks to his right and he sees a mop that Opeepit was using. And in, because Opeepit's like fancy equipment's been taken it's by the power first vacuum order. thing, yeah. As we saw in this recent episode, he's got bucket and brush. It's got old school tech. Old school analog cleaning tech. He's got a old fashioned mop <laughs> stick, the whole thing. So Greville grabs it, lines up a shot, and flings that thing like a javelin. So he just javelins it. Yeah. At, yeah, this is great. And I think he actually spears its to-go box head hard enough <laughs> to shake the metaphorical waffle fries inside. And the first order sentry <laughs> droid actually tips over. Yes. Clunk. Yes. Uh, and that's a, that's an interesting fall, right? Because it's, it's he's a short little dude. Like, so yeah. It takes a hard hit. I mean, that's yeah. that's impressive. It's uh, so it does this like comical like falls forward. Yeah, and then I got this image in my head where Greville is. You know, he's still one half of him is frozen, so he's dragging that the weightless half of his body, the weighty half, uh, and he slips, he falls mm-hmm. on the greasy floor, and now he is just with one hand on the floor pulling himself right. closer and closer to that First Order Sentry Droid to try to finish it off while it's vulnerable. Yeah. Does the First Order Sentry Droid have some surprises in store? Absolutely has some surprises in store. So the droid is is face, we'll say face forward, right? Yeah. So from the center is uh, what one would look like an exhaust port, maybe. Like, does the droid have a little exhaust port? Yeah, sure. Sure, but out of it um, shoots a, a, a... Hot defense liquid. It's like it, <laughs> it's an official. You can find that in the visual dictionary. Hot defense liquid. Uh, it's like it takes. It's a last ditch effort. Yeah. It takes from its own internal oils. Yeah. That keep its engines and gears yeah. running. Yeah. And it's it's like a lot. It, he's got to hit the shot right, but poof, it launches it. Oh. It's like an old time medieval defense. Like you're fighting against knights climbing to your castle yeah. walls, boiling oil, and it just. Oh, launches over at Greville. Yeah, and I think it, it hits Greville right in uh, on the side of his face that is frozen. So he's got this horrific feeling. <laughs> if he feels the burning, but not the pain, he's yeah. got. It's, you know, it's like when you have local anesthetic. Yeah, it's it, the the bubbling and the pain of getting squirted in the face with hot defense <laughs> liquid. Uh-huh. Uh, Greville yeah. cries out in pain. Cries out in... <laughs> and, and probably a little embarrassment, too. So I yeah. think uh, he's r- flinging around, rolling around on the ground. I think the droid writes itself a little arm, a little stabilizing yeah. arm. <laughs> yeah. And it turns around, and then I think it re uh, you know, launches itself or re-extends... Do its full size, yeah, and starts 
like full speed racing, racing towards, towards Greville. Poor still injured Greville. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a good place as we do to pause our combat yes. and decide who we want to win, who we think deserves to win. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just call out our bias. I think, you know, fans know we like the underdog. I do. think a fan is gonna see this and go, I will enjoy that. However, Greville's going to win. <laughs> so are we gonna be true to character? Look, I think uh, I think we have to be. I think I think we have to be. Yeah. I don't think this droid has earned any sympathy from me. Um, he it, did learn that it has the plight of Hux's voice in its head constantly. Oh, that's true. That's but, true. I mean, Snake. we understand its pain, but still, it, it did. From a certain point of view, it started the fight accidentally, yes. or it did it intentionally. Just being rude. Yeah, which I, I would say it's that one. So uh, <laughs> rude sentry droid. Rude sentry droid. So Greville, Greville's not a clean character. He's a shady underground dark playing guy. Yeah. He manipulates people. He manipulates. So it's not that he's pure of heart here. Um, but I just, I just, I just need Greville to live. Yeah. At least win. Yeah. Yeah. Live, live and win. I I think he needs to become a symbol and a spirit of resistance on Colossus. Like, look, Greville stood up to them. I mean, not literally right now because he's still on the ground, but spiritually. Yeah metaphorically he stood up all right so uh, i I think this is how how the story begins Mm. i think greville uh burning numb fighting to his feet sees a thing speeding towards him he's heard the tales of the famous famous pod racer Mm -hmm. rats tyrell who died screaming as an object raced toward him or he raced toward it depending (laughs) on your point of view uh, he doesn't want to go down like Rats Tyrell. I think, in no. fact, Rats Ty- screaming Rats Tyrell has become a battle cry for the Alina yeah. people. And I think he says, Rats um, Teach it in their schools. Yeah. And so he, he realizes, I, I know what I need to do. I need to give this droid more than one target. Oh, excellent. So he quickly rips off uh, his little vest thing right. that he wears and I think he throws it in the air over the head of the sentry droid. Mm-hmm. Sentry droid stops in its tracks, yeah. spins, and pew, 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 fires on uh, the vest, on, the on vest. Greville's vest, yeah. which gives him just a, a second to get to his feet mm-hmm. and strike. Yes. What is he going to do? Well, this ends up where you, you think it should. He grabs his last dart. Yeah. His prized Greville 3000 personalized dart and flings it with all the skill and precision perfection he has as a player. And it zips across the hallway just as the droid turns around. Oh. And the dart strikes the droid right square in the center. Now, it doesn't really have an eye or a sensor. Yeah. But because it's extended, yeah. right, it hits its, what some would later call its grievous heart. <laughs> its grievous heart. Okay. It's a uh, grievous sack. It's sack of uh, <laughs> motherboards, uh, whatever uh, technical component it uh, needs. Yeah, I like this. I think, in fact, the droid 
closes in. It's, it's sparking and uh, uh, just fits of of weird programming, but it's fighting on. It's it's it can't roll straight now. It's kind of like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like a horror movie uh, coming at Greville, and it's like, Greville's like, damn it, it wasn't enough to stop. Right. And it's little sh- one of its little shocking arms mm-hmm. reaches out, uh, and it's like about to touch Greville, mm-hmm. and Greville flinches, can't move fast enough. The first order sentry droid releases the shock, but because of the damaged wiring, the shock is reversed and it explodes backwards. Reverse shock, reverse shock all across the first order sentry droid. And it starts to break apart little mini explosions. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it just kind of and tumbles down. It implodes, it explodes, it all deplodes. It plodes. It plodes. (laughs) Pieces are everywhere. It clumps to the ground. It's a mess. Yeah. Greville takes a deep breath and is like, bullseye. (laughs) Yeah. And I think as Greville turns to walk away, Mm -hmm. uh, Dragging his foot, uh, assessing his his burned face, he hears a weird, <laughs> a weird squawking coming from the first order sentry droid, and uh-huh. he just hears this faint little voice saying, "You have failed the first order," and he feels just a little bad, yeah, but not really that bad, but not bad because he's gravel, he's gravel. damn it, and uh, he goes back to his game, <laughs> walks back in. Who's next? And then down the hallway, there's a little pause and a beat, and there's all this shattered, broken pieces. Uh, uh, defense oil is, is <laughs> hot, defense, hot liquid. Defense, defense liquid. Oh, peep, it turns the corner. <laughs> it just says, Get your butt fur. We'll see you next week on Star Wars Resistance. <laughs> yep. Cue that theme music. Oh, that was fun. I love these background weirdos. Star Wars Resistance it's, is just, oh, man. They're succeeding mightily. Yeah, it is a treasure trove of background weirdos, and it's fun to bring some Battlefront 2 right here to Data Bank Brawl, all of my Star Wars fighting loves in one place. Uh, if you have characters that you want to see fight, let us know. Use the hashtag Data Bank Brawl. Uh, and try to be diving into some suggestions that fans have made here real soon. Ken, where can people find you? Hey, find me at Ken Knapsack across all social media platforms. Don't forget my podcast, The Knapsack Files, and The Afternoons with Josh and Ken, now on Anchor. Excellent. And we always like to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash Cloud City Soundtrack, where he is making Star Wars music all the time. You can, of course, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash center and check out the new tiers, the new rewards, the new goals, all sorts of new stuff over there. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw and check out my albums, podcasts, and shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.